When this senior executive director was really struggling, even wondering if she should walk away from 31, a post-it note changed everything. You'll want to hear what Gretchen Manmiller wrote on that note, and it just might inspire you to make one of your own. You'll also be intrigued by what she has to say about finding balance between work and home. Spoiler alert, it's possible. And how she handles the give and take of building a business while being there for the ones you love. She shares her social media formula for party versus VIP posts and her upside down take on setting smart goals and how it could change you achieving your own. Oh, and grab the Kleenex for when she shares how 31 helped save her own daughter's life. I'm so excited to welcome you to this episode where Gretchen and I talk about finding success, hope, and above all, joy. As a 31 consultant or leader, you're a successful entrepreneur who touches lives in meaningful ways, but you've also got a lot on your plate. With all that you do, you deserve a few minutes each week to fill your cup. Welcome to the CER Podcast, named after 31's mission to celebrate, encourage, and reward. This podcast is exclusively for you, our 31 potential leaders and leaders. Consider this your weekly power-up, packed with quick, high-impact takeaways, specific steps to boost your business, simplify your life, and spread joy. It's my privilege to be your host and biggest cheerleader, Cindy Monroe. All right. Hey, Gretchen. Welcome to the CER podcast. Hey, Cindy. Thanks for having me. So excited to be here. Oh my goodness. I'm excited. I'm excited for everyone to get to know you. You're this amazing senior executive director who proudly leads Team Silver Bells, a group that's among the top in team volume for the entire company. It's so amazing. And I thought I'll just jump into a few questions for you. Uh, We are getting ready for 2024. And I just think about like, the beginning, like starting, you know, a new year and being fresh. And I know that I have had the blessed opportunity to be able to know you since you joined in 2007. And I'm pretty sure I've heard that you were just a kidnapper to start with. And I don't know that I've actually known you the whole time, but I knew you pretty early on. But you started out as a kidnapper and um, told your sponsor that you wanted nothing to do with the business. So what changed? (laughs) Yes, we're Courtney. God bless her. Love you, Court. Um, yes, when I originally started, um, it was like somebody introduced me to 31 for through a fundraiser. And I remember seeing the catalog. I was a teacher at the time and money was really tight. My daughter was starting to have medical issues. And so for me, um, money was just tight I and mean, medical bills and teacher salary was good, but of course it wasn't great. Um, and so I saw the, the, the catalog. I don't even want to say it was in the back of the catalog. It might have been in the middle. And it said like $300 for $99. And I was like, Mother's Day. <laughs> and little did I know that it would take like eight weeks at that time to get the product. But so everybody's Mother's Day was like, it's just kind of a funny story. But I remember like Courtney reaching out and saying, hey, how are you? And I was like, don't contact me. 
I'm not doing anything with this business. Like, I don't want anything to do with it. Like, thank you. But I mean, I got $300 worth of product for 99 bucks. Thank you very much. And um, I literally got the product and gave it out for Mother's Day. I kept two product purses and, or two products. I think it's like a, a the old thermal tote. And I think I kept a green purse. And um, threw the catalogs away, threw the order forms away. I should have brought the stuff um, and the new stuff and just threw it all away. I was like, whatever, I'm... I'm okay. And so um, somehow, by the grace of God, I think God literally wanted me here. And um, I stayed active at the time. And in October of that year, so I signed up April of 07. In October of that year, um, my daughter was really getting to the point where like, she was having seizures a lot, um, many seizures, having febrile issues. If she was sick, she was having seizures and stuff. And we could not get to the bottom of what was going on. And as a teacher, I was taking off. So anybody who's a teacher out there knows taking off is a nightmare. You need the subs and you need the written plans. And I was getting to the point where I was, I mean, it was October and I was running out of um, like days to sub and it was only October. And I was like, I was like, I have to like do something and um, I remember like just looking at 31 again and liking the products and thinking, yeah, maybe it's time I do something with this. And so 30, I kind of was like, all right, I'm going to make this happen. My husband was like, oh, here we go. We're going to have a garage full, you know, basement full of purses and stuff like that. And I was like, I'm going to make this work. I promise it's going to happen. And I've got to, cause I've got to be at home with Tori. Um, and the rest is history. I just uh, put my nose to the grind and I just haven't stopped. And been it's been an incredible ride so yeah so Courtney shout out to you for listening to me and allowing me to take this journey on my own and it's something that I always remember when people join with me that this is their journey not mine and I'm here to support and guide as I go so okay so elaborate a little bit more on Tori because I I know the story but everybody may not know the story um, wow. Okay. Hit home. Why don't you? Okay. <laughs> um, okay, well so now everybody's worried about her. I mean, you just like left her, left it there, but okay, I want to know everybody to know she's all good. She's, <laughs> she's Tori's fine. great. She's 21. Um, and, uh, you know, at the time she was going through seizures. In fact, the first time I met you, I think, um, was a conference and then we were sitting down and I think I even said to you, you have, allowed me to save my daughter's life um, because of the amount of medicine, the medicine we were getting charged on average, like $2,000 between the medications and doctor's appointments and co-pays. And we had great insurance, but it doesn't cover everything. And I just, um, and the one medication was not FDA. It was going through trials. And so while we could get some of it paid, we couldn't get all of it paid. And um, the medication just really saved her life. It kind of just allowed her to grow into the seizures as opposed to against the seizures. Um, and uh, that's a whole long medical history. But in all in all, she's um, when we were told that she may not make it past eight years old, it basically, you know, I was like, I'm not taking that as an answer. Like, we're going to fight and figure out where to go. And she's 21. She just turned 21 in July. We're having a great time. Um, I think, I think she's more loved by everybody than me. Um, and, <laughs> and um, she'll graduate in May with her bachelor's and then in 2025 with her master's in athletic training. So, um, and she's just a go-getter and God has blessed her. So for sure. She is so full of joy and just so inspiring. And 
I love that you said that you just weren't going to take that answer. And it just is, I mean, exactly who you are because you are so strong and so determined. And whenever you want something, you get it. So I just, I love the story. I love how you showed up for her. And I love how Tori just blesses the world. So, I mean, that was your why when you started, but what would you say your, you know, or how has your why changed or what would you say your why is now? Right. Well, thank God she's okay. Um, she's still taking medications, but she's okay. Um, right now it's just graduate, have her graduate as close to debt free as possible with her master's, her bachelor's, it would have been, um, 100%, but we found out her sophomore year in high school that she was going to have to go get her master's in order to be certified. So we were like, okay, we're not planning on that amount of money. Um, so my goal is really for her, hopefully to graduate debt free. We'll know next May, It'll, it's going to be that tight May of 2025 when she graduates, it'll be like, Ooh, She'll either have like $5,000 or nothing. So we're just praying that she can graduate debt-free. And then it's also to um, help my husband retire a little earlier. Um, his family, his the men in his family, unfortunately, they do not live um, a very long life. They have uh, like medical issues. And so um, he's been very much hinting at me that he wants to enjoy life while he still can. So I'm working on trying to retire him early. I don't know. We'll see. We still need all the medical and stuff. So we'll right. see. But for right now, you know, it's just right now the immediate concern is graduating Tory debt as debt free as possible and then really working on the next five to 10 years, um, retiring my husband early. So I love it. Those are good goals. I love goal setting. I love dreaming big. I love casting that vision, mapping out a path and how we're driving to get there and executing it. You know, that that is like right up my alley of having those specific goals. And as we think about starting a new year, you know, any tips that you would want to share on how everyone can make 2024 a success? Yeah, I am a huge, like when you said that we could talk about goals, I was like, sold, I'm in it. Um, Goals are like something that I'm very passionate about. I truly believe that if you, you know, you don't have a goal, like you're not going anywhere. You're just going to sit there. It's kind of like, I think there's a saying that if you don't have a goal, it's a dream. Um, So while I have the vision and the dream, there's goals that have to be accomplished and action steps that have to be accomplished to get those goals. So like everybody knows the SMART, right? The SMART goals which is specific, mm-hmm. measurable, achievable, re- relevant, and timing. Um, and while that's awesome, I I, I kind of do things a little backwards, <laughs> as Gretchen normally does. So <laughs> if you know Gretchen and you know me, you know, like, oh, she just does it with a little bit of twist. Um, so I like to do a little bit of twist. So the very first thing I always like to come up with is like, what is my end goal, right? Like, what right. is the goal. Um, And then I like to look at the timing of it. I like to see if it's achievable, right? Like just because like I want to do this doesn't necessarily mean that it's achievable for a multitude of reasons. And then, you know, and then I go from there and then I come up with action plans to go with those goals. So for me, the goal is just the starting point. And then there's got to be action plans. So I know you were thinking maybe you're like, you're probably out there going, well, Gretchen, what are you talking about? Like, how does that work? So go break that down for you. Let's just say in 2023, you had, I'm going to make this easy for me for math wise and easy for you to hear. So let's say you had $120,000 in team volume for um, 2023. And you say to Cindy or myself or your accountability, um, I want to grow my team sales by 10%. 
So that comes to $12,000 that you'll need over that next year for 2024. And so for me, it's like, let's break that down. Okay. So that's $1,000 over that time frame that you're at, you're saying. So $12,000 divided by 12 months for 2024, that's $1,000 a month. So first, do you feel like you can do an extra $1,000 a month for your team, whether that's with your sales or whether that's with, um, you know, team, extras, team stuff? What is that a realistic number for you? Mm-hmm. Most cases, $1,000 a month for team sales is, is realistic. In fact, I probably push you to 15 or 20, but we're going nice right now. <laughs> Cindy, I know, is out there going, mm-hmm, 30%, girl. <laughs> but we're just going to do a 10% now because yep. it may be realistic for what's going on with you. So then what does yep. that look like? Is Are you going to break it into quarters where it's 3000 every quarter? This way, if you have a month where you know it's 1000 but maybe something life's happening or it's birthdays and you know weddings and stuff so that month isn't okay and you're looking at 3000 or do you want to chunk it down to 1000 and then you're committing to that 1000 and then the thing is you need to come up with action plans to how you get that 1000 are you going to do team events are you going to do more for yourself maybe an extra party for yourself which is $400 leaving 600 for the team are you going to grow your team um are you going to add teams are you going to have your team add people? Are you going to push, um, you know, qualifying and having people like, if you can qualify one a month, there's your thousand. You've, you've got 12,000 in your, in your team volume. So it's a matter of what is the, like, here's the goal, right? Is that reachable? Can you do a thousand? Absolutely. How do you go about doing that? Um, so for me, the goal is just the starting point and then Mm -hmm. moving down from there. If you look at it and you go, I can't do, I have three people on my team and none of them are doing anything. What do we need to do to get that? Obviously, you're not having $120,000 in team sales for the year, but what are you doing to make that better? What can we do? So always look at your past and then look to see what you want to do. Is it reachable? Is it attainable? And then I feel like you need action steps. So my smart is specific, measurable action, relevant, mm-hmm. and then training. So not achievable because that should be part of relevant anyway. So. Well, and just to dig into that actionable a little bit more, like, you know, not only how are you going to do that through PICAs or whatnot, but then what tools are you going to use, you know? So are you going to do that through texting? Are you going to do that through new consultant reach outs? Are you going to do that through connected contacts? Or, I mean, like, get even, I mean, get really specific with that action step as well. I think that there should be like, and this is in my head, this is what I do. Um, I have like three small action steps to every one big action. So I want um, I want to grow my team. Okay, so then I need to work on maybe um, reaching out more. The 15 connected contacts, right? Like, okay, I'm going to do 15 connected contacts in a week. Maybe that's what you do, or maybe you do 10. So for each step or action that I have, it's like three quick action steps to go with it. It sounds overwhelming, but it really, if you consistently do it throughout the year, you'll hit your goal. So, um, or, and if, and I always say, if you don't hit the goal, you're a lot further than you were if you didn't even try. So having the action steps and knowing what steps you're going to take throughout the year is really kind of what moves you forward. Whether or not you hit that a goal of maybe 12,000, maybe you hit eight, but that's still, you still grew your business. So yeah, um, always moving forward, always move forward. Um, don't look back. 
So good. Such good insights. Okay. So one of the goals that I know a lot of people are going to be thinking about is our next incentive trip. We just wrapped up an incentive trip. We're going to be announcing one um, in January. So I don't know what's been like the hardest incentive that you've achieved. And do you have any advice for others who want to earn big perks or travel with us? Yeah. Um, I don't think any of them have been easy <laughs> to be a hundred percent. I, I, there, you know, life happens to people. Like I always say that, like, listen, you've got to prepare for those moments. Like I was saying, are you going to go in chunks or are you like every quarter? Or are you going to do in every month? Um, because life happens, right? So there has not been an, a, a trip that I've earned that I was like, Phew, that was easy. Thank you very much. <laughs> you know? uh, other than when I, you know, maybe China when I earned because I was a national executive director, but um, other than that, I was, and that wasn't easy to get to, right? Like I, I, I shouldn't say that was easy. I was a national, I, that took a lot of work to get to that point. But um, I don't think that any trip is easy. I think that you have to plan again, this kind of goes back to that goal, right? Like, okay, my goal is 60. I mean, let's move, let's do what Paris was, um, you know, 60,000 points in 10 months. So that's $6,000 in sales a month or one Pika every month, um, every other month, or it's, uh, you know, a re-promote or a director, um, every quarter. Um, so breaking it down and saying, okay, this is what I need to do to get to the end result. This is my end result. These are the numbers that I have. I do this for my the team as a whole. I'll say, okay, you want to hit level two or level three. These are the numbers that you need to hit every month. How are we going to go about doing that? What action steps are you going to do about? So I think for anyone that wants to earn a trip, um, you know, while $60,000 or six Picas or two new promotes or re-promotes seems almost improbable or impossible, breaking it down makes it very probable. So I, you know, it's just a matter of just taking it step by step, day by day, go, moving forward. Again, moving forward. You just got to move forward. Like, okay, mm -hmm. I messed up that party. Okay, that was I was a you know I had like two sales in that party. That means this next party has to have twelve. Okay, so here we go. So I think that it's just once you find that track and that you know what your action steps are and what you're going to do to get those numbers, then it it comes. I'm very proud. Shout out to Team Silver Bells. We had seven Disney earners. So way to go, mm -hmm. like crazy. And we have a small team. So go 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 to the seven Team Silver Bells. Very happy and very honored to be their leaders and, and watching them through that journey. So I love that. Okay. So you had a trip that you did not pursue, I'm pretty sure. And I would love to hear more about that, what mm -hmm. happened with that trip and how it relates to your approach to balancing business and personal life. Yeah. Um, oof, okay. <laughs> this is be I'm like throwing myself out there. Yes. Um, so in 2018, 31 announces we're going to Maui. And I was like, yes. Hawaii. I love Hawaii. I was stationed out there for like two or three months when I was in the service. So Hawaii is like, it's like, I mean, you just go and this inner peace. I don't, I don't know what happens. Like, I don't know if they have like angels taking things off your shoulders, like, but you just, ha, like everybody's in the Aloha spirit. And so they announced it. And I was like, I'm going to go to Maui. I can't wait. Yay. And about like two days later, <laughs> I looked at the the week that it was going to be. And it was September of 2019. And I remember thinking like, 
oh my goodness, Tori's a senior, a high school senior in 2019, like, you know, starts August 2019 and graduates, unfortunately, was in the class of 2020. Um, And um, I'm like, oh, no, (laughs) I'm going to miss some of her cross country. And then when I started doing some research, I was like, I may miss her senior night. And I was like, I don't think that I can miss her senior night. Like I'm And I remember just, okay, well, you know, kind of just give I'm like, okay, I need to just think about this. Like is not going to Maui in, as important as see, walking. What if you've done senior night, you know, it's like a two minute walk down the field, you get flowers <laughs> and you're like, yeah. and that's it. Like, you know, I'm like, is it worth that? And I don't even know if that week is going to be senior night. I have no idea. But I decided that in my mind that that was that was a sacrifice I was willing to take. I was willing to, you know, say, you know what, I want to be at home. I don't I don't ever I don't want to miss that. If it doesn't happen that week. Well, that's well, that's just kind of the way it goes and moving on. But if it is that week then I want to be there for that. And then I, I don't want to cancel out and not, you know, go. And I so I was made it a point not to earn Maui. And um, turned out it was that week. Um, I was there. And I'm so looking back, I don't regret that moment at all, because I didn't have a track season, we didn't have senior awards, we didn't have anything. So my what I thought of it, it didn't have prom, as you know, the, the year of 2020, yeah. you know, was just not um, 2020. So for me, that was a very like, it's okay to say no, right? Like, it's, it's okay to say no. And I, I know, like you talked about balance. To me, there's no such thing as balance. There just isn't, right? Like we we could talk about balance all day. And I mean, you know, I always I always tell people when they ask me about balance, I'm like, okay, you know those scales, and it goes like this, and you put the weight on, you put the weight on. How long does it actually take you to get it so that it's even, right? Like it's almost impossible. And yeah. even if they're the same weight, they still like go up and down because mm-hmm. you moved it or something's happened or you sneezed. Um, so for me, it's the balance, what I consider balance or an okay is okay is the acceptance of sacrifice. What are you willing to sacrifice for your business, for your family? Are you, I sacrificed going to Maui to be with my daughter. Um, are you, if you have a volleyball, you come up to me and I get this all the time. They're like, I have a vendor event on Saturday, but I also have my daughter's like softball game. What do you think I should do? (laughs) What are you willing to sacrifice? Are you, you know, is this a championship game? Is this like the end all be all game? Then maybe the sacrifice is saying, okay, I'm not going to do this for my business right now. Or is it, a game that, you know what, somebody could text you a score, you know, oh, she's up, she hit, um, and you're, and you go to the vendor game, which, or vendor event, which event is, are you willing to accept that sacrifice for? That's, that's my thing. It's like, where are you willing to accept the sacrifice? If you're not willing to accept that, that loss or a business and, and building your funnel, then you go to the vendor event. If it's, I don't want to miss senior night, or I don't want to miss the championship then you have to say, it's okay. I'm letting that go and let it go and just accept it. Like I've accepted that sacrifice. I know the ramifications and the consequences of not doing this, but it's okay. I, I want, this is more important. Um, so for me, it's the acceptance of sacrifice and understanding the consequences that, um, that come from saying no to something. Well, and I think even 
asking how important it is to that person and the person that is going to be a part of the sacrifice in your example, the daughter at the softball game, like how important is it for her versus if you're working towards going to Disney, like what's important for her? And is it a sacrifice that, you know, she wants you to, to consider or have those conversations? You know, I think sometimes we do a lot of assumption whenever it, in, it involves our kids, but um, all right. So one thing, you've shared with me before is around your biggest learning curve. And I think you said it was like the power of letting go, which is similar to what you were just talking about. So anything you want to add on that? Yeah, I think, um, and I, and this is a lesson that I, that I do daily, honestly, <laughs> I'm not going to, yeah, I mean, sure. honestly, um, it's, it's kind of allowing, you know, realizing what I can control and I can't control. Um, and I mean, it's, it's, it's true. Um, and, and it's, and you'll see this later. It's always here on my computer right here. Um, I just ripped it off. It's a, it's a post-it note on one side is the three thirty one joys, which we'll talk about. And then the other side is the serenity prayer, um, which says God grant me, which we probably all have heard. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. So it has really kind of taken me uh, a long time to get to this point where I just, you know what? I'm okay. Um, I can't change this. I understand that it's frustrating. The, a, a great example is the mystery seals that just happened not too long ago. They were gone in 20 minutes, right? Like, you know, I'm getting my phone's blowing up. I don't even remember where I was, but I was like, I don't, I don't know what's going on. I think it was at the airport. Um, and I think it was coming to pack actually. And I, and I remember thinking like, I'm not in a place that I can team. And so people are calling, it's like, I can't control this. Like, you're just going to have to, there's nothing that we can do short of going to the home office and putting stuff in the bag. There's nothing that we can do. While I understand this is frustrating, while I hear what you're saying, we can't control this. So focus on other things. Um, mm -hmm. So for me, it's not necessarily saying like, no, but it's a understanding what I need to let go. Like, you know what? I can't control this. I'm, I got to focus on A, B, and C. Like, okay, so this didn't happen, but you're contacting these customers. So contact them, tell them what else is out there. We have a thousand other products that are just as good. So, you know, like if you're reaching out like, oh, we, but that sold out, but guess what? This is similar or this is just as cool. And this is on sale too. Like you still have that option to, again, that's moving forward, saying no, kind of changing that mindset. I hate that word though, changing your mindset, but just understanding I can't control this. What can I control and help and help me work on controlling what I can? Um, and what can I do to make this situation better? Well, and I think in so many of those cases, we get frozen. And the faster that we can learn to say, no, we, we can't impact that, or we're not going to put our energy on that, it makes room for all the things to say yes to. It makes room for us to be able to say, yes, we're going to focus on these products that we do have in stock, or we are going to focus on this other piece. And I think that we've all learned how to pivot these last few years. And you're right, we kind of have to do that on a day-to-day -day basis. And, you know, just even trying to think about you know, how we do that for our customers, I'll kind of go into, you know, maybe some sales um, advice from you, because I know that you're amazing at supporting your customers. So how do you help your customers to say yes? 
First things first is, and I say this all the time, it's not about me. It's about you. It's not about you. It's about her. That's Mm. right. Plain and simple, right? It's not about me. It's about you. It's not about you. It's about her, right? So what can you bring her, right? What what does that customer need, right? I I mean, if you have a million large utility totes right now, like some of my customers for years have large utility totes. Girl, I have the perfect insert and thermal insert for you. I have things that are coming out that are going to blow your mind and you are going to want it, right? Because you have that large utility tote sitting in the closet. No, let's get that out of the closet and let's go. So what can I bring her, right? What is going on in your life? What What is happening? It's one of the first questions I ask. What do you have coming up? What do you, Christmas, birthdays, weddings, graduations, what do you have coming up? How can I make my product valuable to you? Um, I, I am very big on you know, the customer special. Um, I love the customer special. Y'all, like I hear it all the time. Like, oh, I wish we had a customer special per month. And I I, I don't disagree. I, I loved when we had a customer special. It brought new conversation. But I love our com- customer special because my customers can literally pick what they want. So when I'm doing my lives or I'm showing product, I'm always showing product that's expensive, to be honest <laughs> with you. I'm showing the $100, $99, $90 products. And I'm like, look, this may be an expensive product, but you could buy the Benjamin and get this half off. And that Benjamin's practically free. Okay. Like let's do some girl math here. Let's <laughs> forget girl math. This is 31 math y'all. Like, I, I mean, let's go. Right. So, I mean, it's, it's free. Like you're getting the Benjamin for free, you know, like let's go. So I'm very big on to like, not only like learning what you need, but I'm also very big on, you know, there's a customer special out there. Save your money. Like don't just buy a $90 product, buy the, buy the 58, get it for 40 or 50 dollars and you got that second product almost for free. So um I'm a big huge proponent of um you know pick what you want and I can help you pick it. Um what can I bring to your life? Well and you've been doing this for so long and your business is so successful. I know that it's not just built on showing her products and solutions and things like that. So what are you doing to kind of strengthen maybe those customer connections? Uh, first and for- foremost, I, I, I want to be their friend. Like, I, and I say friend, like on Facebook, right? I want it on Insta. I want to know what's going on in their life. Um, I am a huge, like every day I take 30 minutes out. My husband, he'll be watching, you know, football games or baseball games, not baseball. I watch baseball, sorry. But maybe the football games and I'll be like, okay, I'm going to go on Facebook. And I look for my customers. What is going on in their life? And it's just a happy birthday to your daughter or, oh my gosh, she got engaged. I'm so excited for you. Like I'm getting to know them and building that relationship. I mean, Cindy, you say it all the time, build a relationship. We are a relationship business. I mean, 30 minutes a day, I'm going Facebook anyway. So I focus like, okay, where are my customers? Where are my VIPs? I do fun things in my VIP page. Okay. Like let's, we, you know, the, my biggest hint is two business one fine, but for my B for my parties, for my life, like my Facebook parties, but for my VIPs, it's two fun, one business. I want them mm-hmm. to have fun. I want them to come to my page every day and it'd be like a, huh, oh, this was fun, right? Like not like, oh, she's throwing more sales at me or she's throwing right. more product at me or whatever. I go, I mean, I go live on my pages and I go 
all out on my pages. I mean, if you've seen any of my Facebook posts and from Bad Santa, I'm Merida, I'm Elsa, like you call you talk like I have no problem being stupid silly. I call it stupid silly. I have no problem being stupid silly and having fun on my pages um, and letting them see that I'm having fun with this business. I mean, it's you can have so much fun with this business, but you just gotta let it go. So I don't have a problem dressing up and having fun, but you know, don't make it all about the sales and really get to know your customers. Like again. You know, hey, I see they're gra- you're, she's graduating. I got some. I can help you with the, the the dorm room. Or, but for the most part, I want to get to know you. I've been to weddings. I've been to birthday parties. I've been to funerals. Uh, you know, I mean, I've been to family events with most of my with a good portion of my customers. And you know, if you're not far away, I'm sending you a gift saying, oh, "I'm so sorry you lost your dog or you know cat or guinea pig." Like you know. <laughs> so. I love it. Oh my goodness. And hopefully everybody heard the party is two business, one fun, and your VIP is two fun, one business. Okay. I just wanted to say that again, because I love that little tip. And I do agree we are in the relationship business and not only with our customers, but even with our peers. And I would love to hear your thoughts on maybe any whether it's peers or other leaders that you work with that have had an impact on your business. Oh my goodness. All right. So shout out to bag hags. That's what we call ourselves. The bag hags. Um, That's Alexa Williams. I don't know how that came about. Um, we call ourselves the Bag Hags, but it's Alexa Williams, Danielle Kalachi, Julie Leeds, and Suzanne Hudson. And I am telling you, it has changed the way I do my business. We all have, like when we were looking at for account, I had been looking for accountability partners for years. I mean, we started this about almost three years ago. I want to say it's like two, three years ago. And um, I, when I was looking for accountability partners, I wanted friends and people that I knew. But I wanted people that would bring something that I don't have into the relationship, into the group. Um, while I'm fun and I like, I am very much a taskmaster. I, the goals are not like, the, you, you know, I am, they, they jokingly call me the taskmaster. I'm like, okay, let's bring it back in. Like, <laughs> like um, yeah, I know we want to talk about our families, but we got like an hour, bring it in. Um, for business. So, yeah, like what are our goals? And I have an agenda. I'm the one that comes up with the agenda on every call. Good. And we do a Zoom call twice a month. Um, and we'll talk about our family and friends. Like, you know, listen, listen, life happens. Like, I mean, we've been through parental deaths and sibling deaths and and just mental health issues with our children and just mental health issues with ourselves. Um, and so we take that time to support each other, both, you know, like emotionally and um, you know, through the business, you know, personally and through the business. But um, we each have something that brings something to the table, graphics, creativity. Um, I call um, Suzanne Hudson our realistic one because, you know, the, the the Danielle and Alexa and I are like, let's just... and Suzanne goes, I don't have time for that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> So, um, you know, so, <laughs> good point. Okay. Yeah. We don't really have time for that either, but it was fun while it lasted. Let's, you know, and then we just bring it in or rein it in. So, um, we really just each bring something to the table and it was something that I don't know that I was purposely looking for, but when you, if you open up a, or start an accountability, find things that in people that maybe you aren't, it's not your strength. That's an opportunity of growth for you and you can work together on building your growth. Um, and, you know, yeah. building the opportunity 
within your business because you have that group that is just your core. I mean, like I just, I, they're my core group. I like shout out to the bag hags. So I love it. I love it. I do think it's so important. And I know like even some of our leaders are about to go to summit and having an in-person event is such a great place to be able to meet people that do have some of those strengths that maybe you don't have that can help you kind of round out your business. And I don't think that we ever have to be in business alone. You know, I just so I I think I love that you guys are supporting each other and investing in each other. And I think everyone wins. So I want to get, yes. So I want to, I don't know if you mind getting a little bit vulnerable here, but you've been with 31 for 17 years. You've accomplished so much. You've earned, I mean, from earnings to trips to incentives to your heart and cup being, you know, overflowing so many times with just your give back opportunities, so many things that you do. Um, But I would just love to know, like, was there a time where your heart wasn't overflowing or you were a little discouraged or maybe you were questioning your future with 31? And if so, how did you get through it? Wow. Okay. Um, Oh, yeah. I I mean, I'm just going to be transparent and authentic here. Yeah, of course. Right. Like, I I think anybody in any career, um, any career, um, after, I don't care what it is, right? Like direct sales, corporate teaching, whatever, you get burned out, right? Like, it's, it's a natural progression of life, right? Like, so I, I mean, mine didn't happen too long ago, though. Um, I, <laughs> I would have to say, so in October of 2022, so literally like 14 or 15 months ago, um, I had, I, it was, it was a hard, it was just a hard time for me. Um, I think the realization of my mother not being around anymore, she had passed away in 2020. Um, I had lost three directors in, in September, um, directors that had been with me for not like years, like five, 10, 15, like they were with me for like almost 10 years. Um, and, and losing them. Um, and then just for some reason, I just wasn't just, I, I just wasn't ha- like, I just didn't know where I was. Does that make sense? Like I, I, I was like lost. I was just completely lost. And, um, I was on a call with Angie. God bless Angie coach. Shout out to my coach, um, Angie, um, Myers. And, um, I, I had the first call. I just bawled. Like after I lost my three directors, I just bawled. I was like, I, I lost. I'm like, this is my, like, I don't know what to do. And then the second call, we talked about half an hour. It's like, I can't talk about this anymore. You know, um, second call, we kind of tried to come up with some like step forwards. And then the third call, she said at the very end, after like, I was just like, I'm done. I don't know what I, I need to do. I'm, I just need some time. And she said, you just need to find your joy, your joy. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I literally was like, okay, fine, whatever. And I like, I was like, all right, I'll talk to you next, next week or two weeks from now. And it was like, um, and I hung up and I walked away. And that, and that it was like in the back of my head, right? Like you need to find your joy. Because listen, I'm if I'm going, I'm on this ship, right? I'm I'm gonna go on this ship until the Titanic, right? Like if we hit an iceberg and we go down, I'll be the captain on the wheel holding on. Like I I'm just loyal. It's who I am. I'm, I'm not, I'm going to fight, right? Like, it, you know, if, I, if after the fight and I, it's done and I'm not the bottom of the ocean, then I've at least said I've done everything that I can to stay, right? Um, so it was in the back of my head. And I'm like, maybe she's right. Maybe I just need to find my, maybe I am a 
miserable Grinch or whatever. So <laughs> like, um, I mean, I'm the Grinch. Um, and so I, I remember just sitting there thinking like, I need to find my joy. And I remember years ago, and I mean, I want to say probably 2010, maybe, um, I was on a call with Deb Bixler, who was a coach at that time. And she used to say, write down 10 things that makes 31 better than sliced bread. And I remember like, you know, oh, you know, I would write them down. And then I, you know, and then she'd be like, okay, that's what you talk to people about. Okay. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to write down 10 things that makes 31 better than sliced bread. What makes 31, 31? And what brings me joy? Now I'm going to take what Angie said, and I'm going to look at this list and I'm going to say, what brings me joy? What makes me happy? And I gave myself, I talked to, to Angie and I said, I'm going to give myself permission that for the next month, and this was November, that if it doesn't bring me joy, I'm not doing it. I'm going to say, no, I'm walking away. I'm just going to, and this again comes back to, this is the God grant me, like I'm starting that, right? Like this is all starting the joy and the God grant and things I can't control. And I walk and I, you know, I'd be in a call, it'd go negative. I hung up and I'd text Angie. I'm like, sorry, and Angie'd be like, it's not bringing you joy. I'm like, nope, it's not. I'm out, right? Like, or I'd be in a, it's like, um, uh, you know, like deer in headlights. Like, um, I would be on a PM or a group PM and they'd start complaining. And I, I'd leave, the, like, and it was consistent. Like, I didn't realize how much these, this group was complaining. And I'm like, why are you in this? Get out. Like, so I left, um, you know, and I would, I just was like, I need to find my joy. And so again, here's my, my list. This is my list. Um, it stays on my computer. My team shout out if they're watching, you know, that I have this, this is not something that I just did for the call. It is not. I have this here all the time. You can call me out anytime, Cindy and say, where's your joy? And I will pull it up. Okay. Um, it is on my computer. Um, as long as I'm on my computer, if I'm on my phone, then no, but, uh, <laughs> but, um, my joy is like, what I really brings me joy is being creative and graphics, doing trainings, give back, um, themes. I love my themes. I love them. having fun in my VIP groups, having fun with the team, just having fun, like being stupid, silly, right? And doing the trainings along with it. So that's not to say. So after doing that for a month, I was like, hey, I remember me, right? Like, hey, Remember Gretchen? I remember this girl that was like happy and loved 31 and was thrilled. And, you know, and then the little things, even though the demotions were not a little thing, the little things started not bothering me as much. Or if I had a really bad day, and I say this all the time, if you have a really bad day, find something that brings you joy. Do something that brings you joy. It doesn't have to be big. I mean, sometimes I go on to, to 31, like I'm having a bad day. I'm like, Okay, I just need to give. I just need to give back. Okay, I'm gonna go on. You know, my 31 today. Donate five dollars to gives, and and I'm happy. Or you know, go buy some cans and take it to the food bank or whatever. So whatever bring that day. All right, I'm gonna go give back, or I'm gonna have a training, or I'm gonna create graphics. Those things bring me joy. Um, when I talk to other people, it's like the networking. I'm like, then go out with your friends. Go have a meeting with your gather. Go get some coffee with one of your teams. Somebody said it's a home show. Go do home show. It's like, it's like, if that's what bringing you joy and brought you joy, then why are we stopping that because of like yeah. stuff that we can't control? So, um, it's find your joy, find the top 10 things that makes 31 better sliced bread, pick five of them that absolutely bring you joy and focus on them. And when you have that bad day, you have that to go back on. 
Oh my goodness. Gretchen, that is so good. I have loved everything you have shared with us today. I think, you know, one of the things with 31 and the pink bubble is all the things that we learned, but I know that all of our listeners are so inspired just by what you've shared with us and your journey. And I'm just so thankful that um, you said yes to being on the CER podcast. So thank you so much. Thank you. Well, that wraps up today's episode. If you haven't already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening so you don't miss out on a single episode. And make sure to take a quick second to leave us a five-star review. Thank you so much for listening to the CER Podcast, where you can come each week to soak up inspiration and discover ways to make your journey as a leader even more fulfilling. I'm so grateful we're all on this 31 journey together, helping others simplify life and spread joy. I'm looking forward to connecting with you again next week.